This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Going to get to your Twitter questions in a moment. You guys were slacking a little bit on getting those Twitter questions over, but hey, you make up for it every other week, and we really appreciate it. Follow along over on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands. You can follow me at LNDS Patterson. I'm going to continue the Zach Taylor conversation just for a little bit, then we're going to move on to your questions. Uh, We were talking a little bit about the NFL overall when it comes to Zach Taylor. And for me personally, the wins are easy to look at. But I think it's more of the culture and and what has changed over the last few years with Zach Taylor. I mean, you get guys showing up to these OTA offseason programs. They talk about Zach Taylor all the time. Zach Taylor going to the bars after those playoff wins and just being extremely hyped and and buying into everything that he's he's bringing to Cincinnati. And uh, I see this list. I'm going to go ahead and get to it. It was PFF, our guy Tampa Trey. I don't know if he's a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Okay, friend of the show. First PFF guy that's a friend of the show. Here we go. Uh, Andy Reid is number one. I have no argument there. That's fine. Andy yeah. Reed, Just won Andy the Super Reed. Bowl. Yeah, number one's fine. Uh, probably some people are like, oh, wait, Bill Belichick has all the Super Bowls. He should be number one. He's number two. Totally fine. No problem with that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Mike Tomlin, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem. He's been able to win with teams that – he doesn't have a whole lot of talent on sometimes, and he's able to get the above 500 record. So, cool. Really like, great floor raiser, and he's won a Super Bowl. So, the ceiling's there, too. Yeah. No no, no problem. Number three. Kyle Shanahan. I mean, it's just for me personally, I'm like, if, if Kyle Shanahan's there, then why isn't Zach Taylor there? I think a lot of what we value coaches are are things that we can measure. And what we can measure with somebody like Kyle Shanahan is his ability to still have a not even just functional but very good offense, even with bad quarterback play, as long as there is a quarterback in the offense. But that's one of the things is we value and measure, you know, how performance happens on the field, but we don't care much about Kyle Shanahan and – you know, like benching Brandon Ayuk uh, during parts of, uh, what was that, two years ago now? And just random. It seems like there's sometimes some player, not trying to say that there's that this is a real issue with him, but I just feel like with him rather than Taylor, it feels like it feels like Taylor's more of a player's coach. And does that matter? And being the CEO head of the ship uh, also Personally, I'm probably going to put most people that have won a Super Bowl over people that 
did not win the Super Bowl. Even though you could argue it's not Kyle's fault that Jimmy Garoppolo did not win that game and he put them in a position to win it, uh, it, they still didn't win it. So it's just, I mean, it's small sample anecdotal stuff, but it's just, I don't know, like John Harbaugh feels to me like he should be up there. And I I, I can get into more hot takes, but (laughs) I got Doug Peterson. You want a Super Bowl with Nick Foles? Rome is at John Harbaugh. Okay. Um, but but kind of back going back with Kyle Shanahan, I should acknowledge what he's been able to do with the quarterback uh-huh. position. And honestly, I'm still a little bitter his team dropped the interception when they played the Rams in the NFC why, Championship. Why Shanahan over McVay? McVay won a Super Bowl. They run a similar offense. McVay's able to raise the floor like that. That's just interesting to me. It's just like I don't know. Like McVay won head to head in the NFC Championship game two years ago, but we still go with Shanahan as uh, the better of the two coaches. Yeah. I mean, and again, we're, we're going to get to Sean McVay in a second. Cause you get John Harbaugh, which fine. I don't have a problem with it's, it's whatever. Um, and I know they've, I'm, I'm good with him there. Yeah. yeah on a Super no, Bowl. Big deal. no, no problem at all with John Harbaugh there. I think Sean he's Mc- one of the best at getting his players mentally ready for the game. If that's mm-hmm. like a, I don't know. It's not like a weird take, but just like, it, it feels like his guys, a love playing for him. And B, it's some backup and the most important game of their life. And they'll do pretty good. <laughs> Just think of like Tyler Huntley. It's like he, he wasn't bad in that game. He was pretty much bad all year. His team, his the fans were so down on Tyler Huntley after that game. <laughs> I was like that poor guy he had to step up in a moment i'm like it wasn't really you know it's it was an accident i'm sure he didn't mean to give the ball to sam hubbard so he could run 98 yards for a touchdown but hey it worked uh, out that way <laughs> supposed to do that about half yard in not from three yards out and you see Still, why my favorite moment not to go back into that playoff game but my favorite moment i'm so sorry tyler huntley i do kind of feel bad for you but when he was going touchdown because he thought um, he scored yeah i was like no he didn't score uh, but we'll go over to fine top five, no issue with Sean McVay. I would have he, McVay over Shanahan. Is my thought. He won a Super Bowl. Won a Super He's Bowl. Been two. Mm-hmm. Been to two. Won one. Whatever. No problem. Doug Peterson. I feel like he's underrated. To Me too. Convinced. Love Doug. I he oh, the way Philly ended. I think really ruins people's reputation of him. He won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. <laughs> He he's going to continue to do good things in the NFL. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what he's going to be able to do in 2023. So Don't honestly, card ahead of the horse, but it's like the Jags are pretty good, right? <laughs> the AFC South's not very good. It might be their division for a few years. It, it really could be. And honestly, I'm okay with the list so far. After kind mm-hmm. of bashing it a little bit, I'm okay with it. So we'll, we'll continue. Here's where things go wrong. Nick Sirianni, number eight. I feel like he has a very similar case to Zach Taylor. Yes. And it's he's gone to a Super Bowl offensive coach that didn't start off great, but he got better, except he handed off play calling duties. Taylor actually still calls plays, but, uh, you know, he just went to the Super Bowl. So if this list, I think, in my mind, went Nick Sirianni, then Zach Taylor, I'd be like, yeah, perfectly fine. They're the same tier coach. Totally to fine. Totally fine. And again, I know you mentioned it. And honestly, I start to think about that a lot when I see these lists of from other fan bases, from national people, and they're just some random thing like this quarterback is number one or this quarter. And it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, none of this matters. But it's June 29th when we're recording this. And there's nothing else going on besides Taylor Swift in Cincinnati. So we are going to talk about this list. Nick Sirianni. Yeah, I would I would be totally fine because I do feel like it is very similar to Zach Taylor. All right. A little nervous about the next two, but I'm going to say it. Sean McDermott, 
what what has he done more than than Zach Taylor? That is interesting to me because he's also had the playoff collapses. His yeah. defense is the one he's a defensive coach and he's the one who's gotten whooped on his home field twice now yeah. <laughs> to lose to end his season. I, I don't think I could argue him being this high, but hey, regular season success, I guess, cool. is one thing to look at. Who, who cares about your regular season? Maybe I know when you get to the top 10 coaches, like who cares about the regular season? What are they doing in the playoffs? Because if, if Zach Taylor did exactly what Sean McDermott did, we would be talking about Zach Taylor can't win the big game. And and I know they didn't win the big game, but overall, five playoff wins in two years? I think getting spanked on your home field like that is just such an embarrassing way to go out. I mean, they're lucky it wasn't 40 to something. Like, yeah. It, should have been worse than what the outcome was. They are they are very lucky that that didn't work out or go even more in favor to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so yeah, Sean McDermott. I'm I'm sorry. Seems like a great guy. Obviously, has a very talented team. I'm just not buying that Sean McDermott is the better head coach over Zach Taylor. Sorry, you got to win. You you got to figure out how to get to the more AFC Championship games. You have to figure out how to get to the Super Bowl. You have the talent on both sides. He hasn't of the been ball. to an AFC Championship game. You said more AFC Championship games. Ooh. He hasn't even been to I one. I did. I did say. I'm sorry, Tom McDermott. He keeps getting bounced in the divisional but round, but he's tough. But he. You haven't been to any AFC Championship games. I, I was trying to give you one. I was trying to give you at least one, and you didn't even make one. Um, but no, you have all the talent in the world. They were the media darling last year. I don't feel like we're getting it as much. I do think they're picked over Cincinnati no. right now. I, no, I actually don't. I think you don't that, see it. No, what I'm seeing with the Bills and my limited social media interaction seems to be people getting maybe a little bit too off of them. Like I, I'm seeing a lot of people saying like Dolphins are going to win this division or Jets are going to win this division, almost yeah, more I, than I see Ravens and whoever winning the AFC North. I, I think the Bengals might have a little bit more respect. Really, I still think the Bills are going to win the AFC East. I think so too. I think this is just like last year when people were trying to. We've made the comparison. Yeah. AFC West last year. There's going to be another good team, the Chargers. And then are the Jets good? No, I think they're they, better than the Broncos were last year. But are we getting a little ahead of ourselves with them? Yeah, we are. I want them to be on hard knocks because I want everything to go downhill from there. Um, I want it to be all on video, everything. I want Because they don't want to be on hard knocks. And I want it to happen because one of the teams have to be on it and they still don't have a team yet. And training camp starts in less than, well, yeah, less than a month. So yeah, I, I still think the bills and this nothing against going to the season or anything like that. Look, Sean McDermott might be able to uh, take his team to the Super Bowl this year, might be able to go to the AFC championship game. I just think that it's been really underwhelming. So, and he's the head coach, uh, Brian Dayball. He's such, he's such oh. a media darling. Over Zach Taylor. Didn't he, he did win coach of the year, right? He did. Yeah. No, but that's my whole point about coach of the year is it's just floor raising. Like if you have a bad team and you win some variance games and you come out on top, it's you win some close games that could have gone either way. You end up squeaking in the playoffs. Boom. You're coach of the year. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just funny to me. I think he's probably a good coach, but he hasn't really done anything in the playoffs either. I, I'm not trying to just rag on him. He hasn't really had an opportunity with the players he had, but I just think we get so ahead of ourselves with some of these coaches. I, I just – the Brian Dabble thing, it's – he's probably good, but how good? And can he just really raise a floor? Or if he gets like a high-end quarterback or just a really good offense, can he actually take that team somewhere? 
we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have any idea. They did win that playoff game. I think they were underdogs against Minnesota. So that's I don't believe in Minnesota. But no. Minnesota, they have Justin Jefferson, and that's that's the most exciting thing about them. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, I just think Brian Dabble is – you won't find a coach that has <laughs> that has more love with the media than him. It's just I, – I don't know what it is, but they just love him. Um he did. He did a good job. I, I think he could. He he's probably not on my personal top ten, yeah. but he could be next year. Like sure, sustain your success. Win, go to an NFC Championship game with Daniel Jones. Boom! I'm putting you probably into that top ten. But getting to the divisional round and getting spanked by the Eagles, uh, it's fine. And yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I I guess. For the most part, I would say the top of his rankings, they were okay. And I, I, would, I don't have a problem with him. Everybody can, you know, disagree on the tier maybe of where they're at. Maybe a tier would be better when it comes to putting coaches in the same level. And you could say Bill Belichick and Andy Reid mm-hmm. um, are the same tier. No issue. We talked about Andy Reid on the last podcast. He's a really good head coach. Um, and it's wild because there were people who were connecting that Andy Reid had Patrick Mahomes. That's why he's good. And I'm like, no. He's well, they really, did that with Bill and Tom too. He's really talented. It's still, um, it's still being done with Bill and Tom. It's like it's proof Bill Belichick can't coach. Yeah, and I, yeah, that's absolutely insane and wild to me uh, for that topic of conversation. So yeah, look, not a whole lot going on in the Bengals world, but I saw that and I just feel like Zach Taylor um, definitely deserves more credit. And you know, he's so close to having at least one Lombardi right now. And that's crazy to think about. If he had one, he'd, he would have made the list. I think just out of respect, you put everybody that wins one. Yeah. I would hope so. Oh, look, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're still putting Brian Dabble over him. He would have him at, would have him at 11. <laughs> Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Gotta Zachary. mention this guy. One a Lombardi. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean for me, I, I just factor in, in my own personal thoughts. It's so hard to evaluate coaches in the first place mm-hmm. because what do we know? <laughs> you know, that's my first thought with coaches. It's like, what do we actually know with these coaches? So what do I value? I value their ability. I guess Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl winning coach, but I, I just, uh, he is one. He will not be making a top 10. No, he, you shouldn't know. Not at all. <laughs> I just thought of it as I was talking. Pete Carroll. Yes, Pete Carroll. Yeah. He's probably in my top 10, though. Pete Carroll, because defensive coach designed the Legion of Boom. I know a lot of that's also draft luck and the GM and whatever else. But, man, he was really good for a little while. But people really thought Russell Wilson, I feel like if you let him cook, they would have had this explosive offense and been a dynasty. Who knows? You know why people are down on Pete Carroll? Because he's old? No, it's not that it's the Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl game. I think people will never oh, forget. Oh, just that Marshawn Lynch didn't give him the yeah. ball? I, I still think- defend the idea to pass there. I don't think they chose the right one and they executed terribly. Yeah, But no- the idea to pass was just, I think it was second down at the time and they had one timeout. So they had to throw a pass in there or they'd have to spike the ball. And I think they thought, oh, Russell Wilson, he's not going to turn the ball over. He never turns the ball over. But then they designed a pick play on the goal line. It's like, no, not that one. Don't do that. <laughs> I'd rather you run a goal line fade. But they don't have they didn't have any receivers that were at all tall. So really, what was the option to pass there? I guess play action. But yeah, 
I des I defend the idea that it was okay to pass the ball there, considering you're probably running your next two downs. They just called the wrong one, and then it went way downhill from there. And a great play from Malcolm Butler. Yeah, it's so wild. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I agree. Pete Carroll should have been on there. That's another coach that they missed. Um, but I really see. Here's what I get. We tell Twitter as we're recording, make sure you send your questions. We're going to do a double hunter mailbag. We start to get the questions and we only have one more segment left. So guys, you have to answer us when we put it out there right away in the mornings and we'll, and we'll get to your questions. Uh, but we just did two segments on Zach Taylor and Carlos Dunlap. So we appreciate <laughs> that. July is right around the corner. Uh, we'll be back with your mailbag questions next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.